Nothing you hear in this program constitutes investment advice. It is an expression of opinion only. This is Frisbees, Bulls and Bears. Talking money and markets, what's happening and why. We talk to the experts, the traders, the investors and the companies they're investing in. You're listening to Frisbees, Bulls and Bears with Dominic Frisbee. Hello and welcome to Frisbee's Bulls and Bears with me, Dominic Frisbee. It's a company interview in today's show and I'm talking to a company in which, in the interests of full disclosure, I don't own stock. The last 16, 17 months or so have been horrible for gold stock investors, yet Argonaut Gold is one of the companies that has risen against the downward tide. It's listed in Canada on the TSX, it trades under the ticker symbol AR, uh, it has a market cap of around $950 million with a year high of $10 and a year low just below $7. It's currently trading at around $8. Its operations are all in Mexico and here to tell us about those operations is the president, Peter Doherty. Peter, hello, welcome to the show. Good morning and thank you, Dominic, for having us on. It's my pleasure. Now, Peter, before you tell us about Argonaut, you're, you're a, a veteran player in, in, in the gold mining sector, and, and this is a horrible time for gold stock invest, investors. Um, but we were talking before the interview, and, and you said how it's a kind of a necessary purge is going on in a funny kind of way. So why don't we just get, why don't we start by getting your take on the gold stock sector as we start off? Well, Dominic, when when I sit back in and evaluate where we stand as a sector as a whole, I believe that this actual capital constriction that we're going through right now is good and healthy for the sector from a standpoint that when we have fewer dollars available, the better projects at this point in time will receive the attention that they need and that we will have strengthening in the projects. We will also see further consolidation in the sector, which is good because one of the largest and single most contributing factors for our sector right now is a lack of true talent within the sector. And that will allow for consolidation and bringing that talent pool together, strengthening not only the larger companies, but also some of the smaller companies, which should be very positive for the sector as a whole and give greater strength and confidence to the investors here towards the future. In other words, the better the better projects will make it. The the, the worse projects, the higher cost projects will be overlooked. Uh, the weaker talent will maybe fall by the wayside, and the stronger talent will come to the stronger projects. And and as you say, a, a purge goes on. I I believe that that we'll see an overall strengthening for the sector, and that will give the investing community greater confidence within the sector as a whole as well. And should allow us to come because closer projects to our will start to expectations. deliver. Yeah. Right. Very good. And, I mean, what is your take on, do you, do you think the sector had overstretched itself? It's interesting. If you go back and you follow back to 2007, 2008, before the last crash in the gold sector, you'll notice that the margins that were being achieved by the mining sector as a whole were much wider than they are today. So one would assume from that information that we have taken marginal projects and put them online today and therefore eroded some of those margins as well as we have seen cost pressures work against the mining sector as a whole. So 
I think that actually bringing together the stronger projects will strengthen up those margins and create greater returns back for the shareholders at the end of the day. Okay, and um, we were talking about operating costs. A lot of companies declare that their operating costs are maybe six, seven, or eight hundred dollars an ounce, and yet they're returning profits uh, with as though their operating costs are twelve or thirteen hundred dollars an ounce. Can you talk about that for a second? Well. Stepping back and looking at mining companies as a whole, mining is a sector that requires a great deal of capital intensity. And many things that are often overlooked by many uh, many investors are the full cost. And, and by full cost, I mean not only the cash cost to run the business, but the investments that are needed to advance the business forward. And if we take a look at the sector as a whole, we're looking at somewhere north of $1,200 all-in costs when we look at the cash, the true operating costs for the projects, the capital investments needed on the projects, and the administrative costs to run the projects. And therefore, you have seen those margins eroded over time. So as a sector, we're looking in this twelve dollars to $1,300 type range. I believe that... Uh, that Right now, we're in a, in a situation where that might strengthen over time. If gold corrects another couple of hundred dollars, what little profit there is is gone. I mean, that's a big problem for the sector. I, I believe that that is a large problem that could happen, uh, although I am very bullish on where gold might go here in the near future just because I don't see changes in the, in the world economy that uh, lead me to believe that we're going to see a, a massive correction uh, back to the times that uh, that we saw back when gold was selling at 250 I'm more bullish that we're going to see gold go in the opposite direction. Although in the short run we could have some little blips here and there yeah. as we're experiencing right now. And have you been getting loads of CVs on your desk? People looking for work? This, this talent, is it graduating to you, one of the more successful companies? I think that uh, within any company, I believe there there is turnover. Our turnover is extremely low. We have about 0.9% turnover, mm-hmm. so extremely low, which which is good because it means you're creating a culture where people are appreciated, they're rewarded for the work that they do, and they are encouraged each day that they arrive and, and start to work. As we are looking to expand the company, we just... Uh, recently brought on a new operation and this operation was closer to more of a metropolis uh, in Mexico it's a it's a community of about 150 people but <laughs> it lies outside a large community of nearly a million people and typically in a mining company you'd have to go out and recruit for those positions we actually had inbound CVs coming our way and we were able to choose and select who we uh, had the opportunity to work with and I think that's, that says a little bit about the performance of the company and, and how we're doing and, and the location of the operation, clearly. Okay, so it's, it's time now to talk about the company. Um, it's been going just a little over two years. Peter, I suppose the best place to start is with what you were doing before you started the company. Okay, all right. Well, Dominic, for, for your listeners... My, the company was actually formed a little bit uh, shy of two and a half years ago. It was formed by three individuals, myself, Edgar Smith, and Brian Kennedy. The three of us have been working together for well over 20 years in two other prior companies, the first being FMC Gold back in the early 80s, on to 
Meridian Gold, our last venture that we ran in the 90s and into the uh, early 2000s. We sold Meridian Gold, which was the last entity that we were running in the fall of 2007 to Yamana Gold. Meridian was in, in Brazil? It, Meridian was in uh, Chile, in Argentina, in Peru, Mexico, Every, South, Africa, <laughs> South, America, South America. We were America's focused <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and quite a successful company. In the 11 years of running the company, we were able to take the stock price from $3.50 per share up to $38.15 when we sold the company. Or in other words, Fantastic. a $250 million market capitalization to over $3.8 billion when we actually sold the company. At the end of that uh, process, we had a two-year non-compete in the gold business. That was the hardest two years of my life and one that I, I don't care to repeat uh, you again. You don't just go and sit on the beach. <laughs> uh, you know, it was, uh, it was kind of like this. Uh, I had committed to six months of handing over the keys and driving, driving the kids to school each day. You might say, in the, in the terms of making for sure operations yeah. were running smoothly, we had committed to doing that. And then clearly after that, uh, catching back up with, uh, with the family and then uh, sitting down and launching a new company. But, although I mean, we could not It wasn't get back. a bad two years to be out of the business, I would have thought. It wasn't a bad two years to be out of the business, but uh, when you're an A-type personality, yeah. uh, it's very difficult to sit on the sidelines. Uh, it uh, even though it was a tough two years in the business, 2008, 2009, that type of uh, of a sector creates great opportunity, and we believe there was a, was a, a tremendous uh, pool base of talent that we could draw on, and an op- and a tremendous uh, pool base of opportunities out there that we could uh, move forward on, which would which would propel us into that next level again in creating yet another Meridian. Okay, so the three of you got together, and in 2009 you formed Argonaut. Um, tell us, I guess, how did it start? What are your operations? Okay, so the two-year non-compete ended on October 15th. Yeah. On October 27th, we announced uh, the first uh, transaction, which was for a company by the name of Castle Gold. I know. Uh, yeah. So uh, we went out. We raised roughly 150 million dollars in two weeks, primarily on the backs of what we had done through the past two companies, and closed that transaction by the fall, by December 30th of 2009. We moved forward with the uh, with the project, the primary project being the El Castillo mine. That's an open pit, isn't it? Open pit heap leach. We saw this project being a very small project at the time, producing about 25,000 ounces a year of gold. We thought there was an excellent opportunity to increase that to 75,000 ounces per year in an 18 to 20 month period. Have you succeeded in that? We were fortunate enough to get to an over 70,000 ounce run rate within nine months and have been able to maintain that. Therein, at, at what cost? Well, the cost to us has been an investment of about $20 million. Okay. As I said, from day one, if we look back at this particular project, uh, Dominic, the total investment 2007 through 2011 has been $36 million into the project. Now, the operating costs on this project are reasonable mm-hmm. at a $600 plus price right now today. Mm-hmm. Over the life of the mine, the expectations are you'll be running roughly around $550 per ounce. 
with a capital investment of only $20 million by the company and $36 million since it's initiating drill holes, you can see that a low capital investment really leveraged to the gold price today has yielded significant returns. Last year alone, $42 million worth of cash out of the project. Very good. Um, and the mine life is at 75,000 ounces a year, the mine life is? Well, right now today there stands uh, in the mineralized inventory 3.3 million ounces. Okay. So we have a significant uh, mine life ahead of ourselves today, but we are looking to ramp up that production from where we are today at that 75,000 ounce rate. The expectation by the analyst community is that we'll be well over 100,000 ounces by the year 2014. And we are taking the appropriate steps and actions, making an additional investment of roughly around $10 million, 8 to $10 million this year to set ourselves up in a position to be prepared to go towards that kind of increased production. Okay. So very good. So you've got cash flow from the from the El Castillo, excuse my mm-hmm. bad Spanish pronunciation. Um, tell us about the other projects. Well, there are three others, aren't there? Yes, there are. Moving forward into the second year of the operations of running Argonaut Gold, we acquired a company by the name of Pediment Gold. It had within it two assets, the primary asset being the San Antonio project with 1.2 million ounces. We paid roughly $142 million for this uh, company through an all-stock transaction. It also brought with it another uh, project by the name of La Colorada. This, as we saw at the time, was the gem within the company, something that had been missed by the street before and where we could potentially see significant upside. We went straight away after closing the transaction last February to advancing that project through expiration and discovered nearly 1.1 million ounces of gold and 14 million ounces of silver in seven months worth of time on the particular project. Fantastic. We were able to advance that through to production early this year. So in one year, took a project from nothing to actually back into production within a one-year time frame as we are currently reprocessing some old run-of-mine heap leaches and producing some gold at, at a, a significant margin back to the company. Okay, and, and what kind of levels are you producing? And presumably you're going to build a proper right. mine around it. Right. At the La Colorado Project, uh, what we are currently doing in the first quarter of this year, we produced roughly 3,000 ounces at a cash cost for gold of $572 an ounce. And if you put the silver credit against that, down in the $300 range. As we look to the future, we are looking to expand that project up to around fifty to 60,000 ounces a year at an actual cost of construction of roughly $30 million over the life of the mine. So once again, a high uh, beta from a perspective of a long-term impact mm-hmm. to overall gold, since we have 1.1 million ounces already identified, and then a resource continuing to grow with a production rate that will increase as well for a very low entry point. So a low-risk, high-return re- project once again. kicking themselves? I think the pediment shareholders who hung on to their shares have been greatly rewarded. Okay. Their shares were trading at about $1.68 a share. Their shareholders were faced with, one, coming up with a management team to construct, build, and produce this project. Secondly, their shareholders were faced with a major dilution in the form of trying to come up with the capital needed to advance mm-hmm. this project. 
I think going with the Argonaut shareholders, what they found is that their $1.68 share, if you took it and converted to where we are today at a little more than $8 a share, converted back to the exchange ratio would be $5 a share. Okay. In that same period of time, you look at gold, gold contracted roughly 9%. They would be up over 200% by going with Argonaut and having Argonaut's management and expertise advance this project. Okay, very good. Now, Pediment, what was Pediment's main pro- property? Uh, is that just on the on the sidelines for the minute? or? Yes, that project uh, is called the San Antonio Project. It also sits in northern Mexico. And that project right now, we are currently in the process of permitting. It is about a year-long process for the company yeah. to permit that, proce- that project after pr- permitting it, we will go forward with uh, the design and construction and putting that project forward should we receive the proper authority and approvals to move forward on that project. So that project is is exciting. Since taking over that project, we have grown the resource from the initial 1.2 million ounces to 1.6 million ounces already. Okay. We just recently released, Dominic, on both of those projects, uh, drilling in the neighborhood on the San Antonio project, roughly 20,000 meters worth of drilling, and a new discovery zone that we had made called La Colpa that is a near-surface expression of oxide mineralization, which means it is going to be easier to extract, and the overall recovery will be much easier than what we originally saw on the main part of the project at San Antonio. At the La Colorado project, We are extremely excited by what we're finding today. About a kilometer and a half from the existing operations, we found another discovery called Veta Madre. And on this Veta Madre project, we have found that uh, we have hit our best hole yet on the project. We hit a hole, hole LCRC 303, which runs roughly 27 meters in length with 10.5 grams per ton of gold. Now, this is significant because this is on a project where the historical grade overall on the project has run roughly one gram per ton. Mm -hmm. So this is a new discovery of something much different than what we have seen previously on the property and really opens our eyes to where this project could potentially go in the future. Okay, well, congratulations. That's very exciting. Your fourth and final property is? Uh, We have another property called... Uh, the La Fortuna property. Yeah, it has roughly three hundred thousand ounces already identified on it of gold, and roughly two million ounces of silver. It is an early stage project for us. Yeah, uh, most companies probably would say this is a mine already. Yeah, but we believe you need closer to seven hundred and fifty thousand ounces before you start talking about an actual true mine. At where, this point, where did you acquire it? We acquired that also through the Castle Gold acquisition. Okay. It actually was a project that was held by a, another company by the name of Alamos Gold originally and came in with the uh, Castle Gold transaction. Who are you looking at? Uh, I mean, so very exciting properties. You're bringing those projects forward. Just give us some, what are your kind of goals going forward now? I mean, you right. must be looking with greedy eyes at some very undervalued neighbors. I think, you know, what's important to understand, Dominic, is we are trying to grow a company to a three to 500,000 outside. With what we see in the, in the stable of horses that we have today, yeah. we, we have somewhere in the production range of 200 plus to 300,000 ounces of production today yeah. at a, roughly around a $550 life of mine yeah. cost. 
this is this this is assuming you advance all these projects on course the projects in a couple of years time as so we're as we're looking yeah, forward yeah. down the pipeline so as we look to 2014 that's great it gets us to this two to three hundred thousand ounce size we would like to still grow to this three to five mm-hmm. that means we need to see further uh further success through the exploration work that we have been doing yeah. and or through the acquisitive nature yeah we constantly look at various projects yeah. and and this market has created uh, greater opportunities out there yeah and there are, are more projects available at this point in time than there would have been maybe 18 months yeah. ago now, I'm not a geologist or a mining engineer, but I, I can think of about ten, that, <laughs> ten that, that are pretty close to production that must look appealing. But there, there are quite a few projects that are appealing. But it's important to understand that uh, not all projects are created alike, mm-hmm. and that we're looking for particular projects where we're focused is on financial discipline. That says we are looking for where we can find a scenario where one plus one can equal three. Mm-hmm. We have been fortunate enough to have that happen both with the castle transaction and now with uh, with the pediment transaction, where one plus one has equaled three, and we have clearly outperformed the ETFs and outperformed the gold price mm-hmm. and outperformed many of our peers within this sector. And in order to do that, you have to stay disciplined in what you're looking for. Uh, you just do not grow for growth's sake, but you look for opportunities where you can create superior returns back for your shareholders. Very good, very good. Well, let's um, let's uh, close now, Peter. As we do close, uh, why don't you give out, uh, just quickly t- tell us about the share structure. I think it's uh, 120 million shares, is that right? Yes. Uh, today there are issued an outstanding 90 million shares that trade uh, freely today. And then there are another... Uh, 25 million shares that come in the form of the warrants that were initially issued at the IPO. That will bring to the company by year end another $115 million worth. So the treasury will be quite robust by the end of the year. What's your current cash position? Current cash position is uh, a little shy of uh, $30 million today. And you've got cash flow from the castle. We have cash flow coming in from the operations, but we have a pretty heavy capital spend this year yeah. nearly almost 60 million dollars when you put the expiration and the construction going on at all the projects moving forward this year so a big heavy spend this year as mm-hmm. we move forward on the projects advancing them and any plans to pay a dividend or still too early for that way too early i believe right now when you're still in a growth mode yep. and you have that opportunity to do things like we did with the pediment transaction yeah. last year clearly i think our investors would rather have us uh investing in the money back that route uh, at this point in time when we can see substantial rates of return like we have in the last two years the first year being a 60 percent pop in the stock price last year being a 50 percent and this year even though we're in a in a very difficult market we still happen to be up roughly almost close to 15 to 20 percent in this market today so I think our investors would rather have us utilize the money and, and try and create superior returns as we grow this business today. Very good. American listing? Uh, you know, American listings are very uh, important for companies that are a little more mature than we are today. As you're looking to grow a company, and, and you should know from the past companies, we did have American listings as well as an LSE, believe it or not, listing okay. over here. Uh, it's I think those are important as you have a more advanced company. But as you're trying to grow a company, the, the implications and red tape of dealing with the SEC in the U.S. 
yeah. slow things down roughly by double from what you would see just working through Canada alone. Just the, the regulatory requirements. If I was in your job, I'd just keep all my companies private. <laughs> but anyway, um, the uh, Peter, it's been a real pleasure talking to you, and thanks very much for your insights and congratulations on the success you've had with Argonaut. And you know, thanks for giving us your take on the sector as well. The website for those that want to find out more about the company is www.argonautgoldinc.com argonautgoldinc.com and the ticker symbol one more time is AR and the company is listed on the TSX Peter Doherty thank you very much thank you Dominic Frisbee's Bulls and Bears is presented and produced by Dominic Frisbee To discuss the markets and have your say, why not visit our forum at globaledgeinvestors.com. That's globaledgeinvestors.com. To join our mailing list so you can be updated as soon as a new show is posted, please email info at dominicfrisbee.net or simply subscribe through iTunes. 